Welcome to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. In chapter 55 of Isaiah, verse 11, God tells the prophet, So will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Standing on this promise, T.D. Stubblefield Ministries is committed to sharing biblical principles with individuals, families, churches, communities, and our world, believing that only the Word of God can advance us in God's perfect plan for our lives, where we can experience liberating faith, lasting hope, and unconditional love in a relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Dr. T.D. Stubblefield with today's Advancing Word. happy to be here this morning. I'm grateful that you come back. I remember hearing about a pastor who preached on a particular Sunday and his sermon was um, not as long as it normally was and he told congregation that he had planned to preach longer but his dog had had some puppies and one of the puppies had eaten part of his outline. At the end of the service, a visitor came up to him and said, you got any more of those puppies? <laughs> said, I want to get one for my pastor. <laughs> Lord has put in my spirit this morning a passage from uh, the first chapter of Joshua. In verse 1 and following, we have these words, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready. Get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then, then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen. May the Lord bless his word. I want to preach today from the subject, experiencing loss, expecting victory. Experiencing loss, expecting victory. This text and its teaching, its applications, its implications is squarely situated in the places that you and I live. 
it meets us at the intersection of Payne Avenue and Redemption Street. Close to the point where Tribulation Boulevard merges with Destiny Parkway. I say that because every child of God lives somewhere between experiencing loss and expecting victory. Because loss and victory are two different and distinctive notes on the same keyboard of life and you cannot experience one without establishing your eligibility or your candidacy for the other. That is, or it could be your story and mine. It certainly is real story in this text today. In the wake of the death and demise of their great leader, their towering leader, Moses, an immense vacuum and void has been created by his absence. Children of Israel experiencing loss in this text. In fact, this book of the Bible launches on a very somber note. After the death of Moses, those are the first words, as a somber note. Yet when the textual dust settles, it is not the death of their leader that is on the horizon. But it is the fulfillment of their destiny as a people. As Joshua, the new leader, and all the host of Israel move from experiencing loss to expecting victory. So the question emerges when I look at these words, and I've read them often, but the Holy Spirit just moved me in a different trajectory this time. What brings about this seismic shift of mood in this passage? I can tell you that it is the same principles that you and I can apply and appropriate today in order to move from experiencing loss to expecting victory. Somebody, somebody's on the loss side of the equation today. And if you're not careful, you'll get trapped there. You'll just hang there. But that's not our birthright as children of God. He's always moving us to a place where we can expect the victory where we can expect deliverance. When I see this in the text, this shift, this mood swing, I ask the text a question, why? And there's three reasons, and I'm done. First of all, we can experience loss and expect victory because God's plans are unchangeable. God's plans are unchangeable. This is the essence of the first five verses of the um, passage. Moses is dead. It's obvious. It says, after the death of Moses, this towering, titanic personality who has led Israel for 40 years, he's dead. He's no longer there. 
Joshua, the servant of God, who supported his ministry, has been appointed by God to lead the children of Israel forward. And what God does is quickly reminds Joshua that plan A is still in place. Because God is who God is. God doesn't have to resort to plan B. Whatever, whatever you're going through right now, it's still plan A. It might seem like plan B to you. It might seem that this is a detour to your destiny, but it's still plan A for God. I know you didn't think about unemployment, or you didn't think about the marriage falling apart, or you didn't think about sickness, or you didn't think about the child going astray. But see, it's still plan A. God's plans are not chained or restrained by the machinations or the mortality of men or women, but it transcends them. God tells Joshua, and by extension, all the children of Israel, now you and all the people get ready. Get ready to cross over into the land I'm about to give you. God's plans and purposes are beyond reproach and revision. Abraham, dead. Isaac, dead. Jacob, dead. Joseph, dead. Moses, dead. But God is still on the throne. He still got things in control. In another era, at a very difficult season in the children of Israel's journey in the Old Testament, Jeremiah had the same thing in mind. When he wrote to the children of Israel in Jeremiah 29 and 11, it said, God says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and to give you a future. God knows what he's doing. His, his plans are unchangeable. Now, now, sometimes we lose sight of the personal application of this. While we are seated in the crowded auditorium of Israel's corporate and covenant relationship to God. What is true of the whole is true of every part. My life and your life is not an afterthought to God. Nothing that happens to you today or last week or last year or in the coming weeks and months is a surprise to God. I don't want to think about living and thinking that something's going to surprise God. That will cause me some sleepless nights. I want to believe that even when I miss it, God's got my back. His plans are unchangeable. He's blessed us all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. He knows each of us intimately and he knows each of us personally. And our lives have purpose and possibility. They have dignity and destiny. And when things go wrong, and they will, don't you ever think God can be outmaneuvered or our distance. 
like a magnificent chess player, no matter what move the devil makes, no matter what move life makes, God always has one more. Oh, I wish I had somebody. He always has one more move. Moses dead, but God still alive and on his throne. And twice in this passage, in verse 5b and in verse 9, he reminds Joshua that I'm with you. Somebody just need to hear that this morning. When you know he's with you, even when the pressure is still there, you know you're not lifting by yourself. Paul's sitting in a Roman prison, and he writes to the church at Philippi. And he says, I'm confident of this one thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So what he started, he sure enough will finish. So in the first place, we can experience loss and expect victory because God's plans are unchangeable. But secondly, God's presence is unshakable. That's the second part of 5D and and 9. God's presence is unshakable. Twice in this passage, God reminds Joshua that there is no interruption or disruption of his presence. He says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Be strong and good carriage. Neither be thou dismayed for whithersoever you go. I'm going. So what God is reminding Joshua of is, don't worry. I know Moses is gone, but just trust me. Just trust me. I've got it. And I'm here with you. From the time they left Egypt until this present time in the text, Israel had been accustomed to the presence of God. Symbolized by the cloud of glory that accompanied them. It appeared as a cloud in the day, as a pillar of fire at night, this Shekinah glory. And Joshua is told by God that even though the patriarchs is dead and your great leader and predecessor is gone, I am still here. You know, the Gospel of Matthew affirms this unshakable reality, this presence of God Matthew has two bookends. In chapter 1, he talks about, as he quotes directly from Isaiah 7 and 14, he says, This virgin shall conceive, she shall give birth to a son, thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And then in the very last chapter, in the very last words of his gospel, he says, Jesus tells the church that he commissions to go into the whole world. He says, Lo, I'm with you always even until the end of the world. See, theologians call this attribute, this quality, this character of God, omnipresence, or everywhere present. It's what David had in mind when he says, if I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I descend to the lowest parts of hell, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and try to fly away, unshakable presence of God. Kurt Carr had it right. 
when he wrote these words, the presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I can feel it. I can feel it in the atmosphere. He don't stop there. He says, the spirit of the Lord is here. The spirit of the Lord is here. I can feel it. Oh, yeah. So we can experience loss and expect victory, not only because God's plans are unchangeable, but because God's presence is unshakable. But there's one other reason. I'm going to keep you too long. It's because God's precepts are unbeatable. Let, let, me, let me just read verses 6 through 8 again of the text. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. That you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law, the word of God, the Bible, for Joshua, always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. We can experience loss and expect victory not just because God's plans are unchangeable, not just because his presence is unshakable, but because God's precepts are unbeatable. If you have the word of God in your heart, I don't care what loss it is, God will give you strength to run on a little bit further. I want y'all to know that I'm still using the same playbook. And when I thought about the playbook, the Word of God, I pulled off my shelf this morning uh, this Bible. I got a number of Bibles in my collection. But I thought this one would demonstrate the point I'm trying to make. I was presenting this Bible back in 1988 when I was still the pastor of the First Baptist Church of Georgetown. I was given this Bible by the family of Mother Ethel Holmes. She lived to be 87 years old. And for 12 years, she was a cancer survivor. And now when I look at this giant print Bible that mother used. I remember stopping by the house sometime and she said, Pastor, I wasn't at church today, but that's all right. Body said you need to stay home, but I want you to know the Lord will still make a way somehow. But early this morning, I said somebody need to know that if you hold on to the word, the word will hold on to you. Oh, yes. I don't know what you're going through, but I tell you, his word is shown up unbeatable. Some of y'all are just too one-dimensional. If the job falls through, if the health goes south, if the girlfriend leaves, if the money gets funny, you don't have any options but I'm a read option Christian. Let me do a little tutorial. 
See what a read option is. It's more of college than the pro. But a read option quarterback can back up into the pocket. And if the play is not there, he can hand it off to somebody else. And if that don't work, uh, he can look down the field and throw the ball to someone else. Uh, or he can just take out running uh, uh, by himself. Do I have a witness? Uh, I'm a read option Christian uh, because I've got a playbook uh, that lets me adjust uh, to every situation. Sometimes uh, I just back up into the pocket uh, knowing he can steal uh, every storm I'm going through. Uh, I don't have to move. Uh, just stay there in the pocket uh, because I have a peace uh, that pass all understanding. Uh, do I have a witness? Uh, but sometimes when the pressure gets hard I got to move out of the pocket and I've got the ability to look down the field and throw the long ball I can lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help my help comes from the Lord and sometimes all I got to do cause I see an opening in the line is just pass it off to somebody else I delivered unto you that which I also received that Jesus died according to the scriptures he was buried according to the scriptures but early 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 First Sunday morning, good God Almighty, he got up, uh, didn't he get up? You have been listening to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. We pray that you have been encouraged with what your ears have heard and your hearts have felt. Explore our website at tdstubblefield.org. For more information about us and to obtain resources provided by TD Stubblefield Ministries. Until next time, be blessed and remember to stop stressing and start stepping, advancing in faith, hope, and love by reading and applying the Word of God so you can stand on certain truth for uncertain times.